What's up, nerds? It is the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. This is episode 55. My name is Brandon. My name is Brandon, and you should clarify by saying fellow nerds. We accept all nerddom and geekdom here at the Random Fandom. It is our 55th episode, and we're talking specifically today, um, not about a lot, but a few different things, covering uh, some new game trailers that come out specifically. Mm -hmm. We've got Call of Duty, Rage, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Battlefield Five, which all recently dropped, and we just thought we'd give our thoughts on those. And of course, if you're tracking what we're uh, doing, we're talking about Deadpool 2. We saw it this past weekend, so did a lot of you, and we're going to give you our thoughts. It is a spoiler review because we feel like it's okay to it's, spoil it's it. It's time. Yeah. It, it came out last weekend. It's almost the following weekend. By the time, <laughs> By the this, time gets this gets around. Yeah, out, so, so it is time. Before we do that, we want to let you know who is making today's 55th episode of the Random Fandom with Brandon Brandon possible. And it's brought to you today by, um, well, this company right here. Hey, you hear that? You know what that is, don't you? Cool. And you know what this is, right? Hell yeah. Well, when this isn't happening anymore, that's when you need to call me and help me make this happen. Hey, my name is Rob Parkins, and I want to tell you about a unique, exclusive service that I can offer you. I'm a world-renowned Class 3 trampoline repair technician with over 15 years of experience. Yep. What makes me unlike all the others is that I will never charge you for your trampoline repair. Nope, you won't pay me a dime. Instead, I like to work on trade. My business is called More Bounce for the Ounce, and I will repair any trampoline, any size, any problem, anywhere, for just an ounce of weed. That's it. You just give me an ounce of weed, I fix your trampoline. It's More Bounce for the Ounce. Cool, right? However, if it's going to be a two-day repair, I will need to crash on your couch. You can look me up on my website and find out more info. It's weedfortramps.com. Or find me on Instagram at instagram.com slash ounce. It's simple. I repair your trampoline and you give me an ounce of green. So if your trampoline is busted and you just want to get high again, well, so do I. So let's just like help each other out and be cool, man. Let's get the party jumping together again. Put our heads in the clouds. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm sorry about the sound effects at the beginning. I'm kind of realizing it sounded like two people banging it out on an old mattress. It's just that before we started production, me and my sound guy, uh, well, we repaired a trampoline, if you know what I mean. Hmm, <laughs> cool. See ya. Special thank you to More Bounce for the Ounce. We also have another sponsor here that we want to mention, which is Hump Me, Dump Me. Hump Me Dump Me is a modern-day nursery rhyme parroting the classic Humpty Dumpty, but instead warning kids about the perils of using Tinder and other hookup apps. The new children's book releases on June 1st along with an audiobook for those long car rides with the kids. To give you a taste of what you and your children will be enjoying this summer, here is a short clip of the audiobook from Hump Me Dump Me. Hump Me Dump Me screwed them all. Hump me, dump me, waited for their call. 
But if you're using Tinder with all those loose women and skeezy men, you shouldn't expect to ever see them again. Well, I think that's great because I imagine some of our listeners are parents, and yeah, it's a, a modern take on a tried-and-true literary classic. I think so. You know, there's a lot of important messages that were provided to the children of many decades ago. Oh, like Jack and Jill and yeah. all those... you know, don't cl- go wander in the woods, right? We, yeah, we all Hansel know and Gretel. But let's but put a little modern spin on it. the dangers of today are a little different, and they're a little bit more online version. They're digital. They're becoming digitized, you could say. Definitely, definitely. We're digital. We are. And we are going to start today's episode by really getting into what? Digital stuff. Hey! Yeah, so we are going to get into our games discussion where we are going to talk about a handful of trailers. First of which, we're going to get into Black Ops 4. I like the Black Ops series okay, I yeah. have no interest based on the announcement and the trailer in this new Black Ops game. I think it's important to say that there are two types of gamers out there right now. There are the Call of Duty gamers, and then there are the non-Call of Duty gamers. And I know that sounds really weird, but you have a lot of people who consider themselves gamers and do nothing but play Call of Duty. And it's a huge number because Call of Duty outsells almost every game Every year. I think it, well, every game. I should say every game every year. It is. They are selling. the highest seller. Um, and so we know this is going to do well. It just doesn't ring for us. No. Um, you know, what's funny is you say that without having heard my thoughts, but you're right because we know each other's kind of yeah. tendencies as gamers. But they, they basically said, hey, you know that game Fortnite and PUBG and you know how they're wildly successful? Well, they're getting the Call of Duty treatment. Well, you know, I, they flat out say. I, I know. I and the I battle royale. I almost don't. I, I that that I'm not really faulting them for because I you kind of have to expect it's like, okay, if this is the popular thing right now, they'd be stupid not to put that in. But I just don't know if it's worth taking out the single a player. full campaign, a yeah, single I think player you're campaign. Alienate a lot of would be players to put battle royale mode in. But you know, I mean, here's the thing. You know, they've crunched the numbers and they've surveyed the players and they probably found out that okay why do you play call of duty and then regular online you know battle modes were not battle royale but you know team or uh, free-for-all is their top reason and then you got zombies and then you probably have campaign and they're kind of figuring you know what if we just move the campaign down and and maybe make it later and then stick a battle royale in then we're gonna sell and who knows if it doesn't come out patched in later I, i yeah I think it but, will because from the news that I understand is that they are building it and they just didn't have it done in time. You know, it's just this kind of ends a streak for me. Um, I've bought in the last three years worth of uh, Call of Duty games because they've gotten better. But, you, huh. Well, kind of. I bought Infinite Warfare two years ago, uh-huh. last year's World War II, really like that. And then I retroactively bought the remastered Advanced Warfare. Not Advanced Warfare, excuse me. Modern Warfare. Yeah. I bought that, the remastered yeah. version. That yeah, was yeah. kind of like an in-between release. That was the best cycles. game, though, so to buy it again. Yeah, it and was kinda... the remaster is awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, but to you're me... also buying that. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but you're also buying that because that had one of the best campaigns. Yes, exactly. Out of any of these any And of I was the just going to say, games. and they're clearly marketing the Battle Royale as the biggest point and the strongest part of this. And that to me is not a sixty dollar sixty dollar game. You throw in zombies, 
still don't see this being a $60 title. But then you got the regular online mode, the team battle and free-for-all that people will play quite often. Yeah. I think that when they probably did the surveys, they realized that there was a good chunk, maybe 20%. I'm just throwing a number out there. But, you know, 15, 20% of the, the people that are playing it have never touched the campaign. And that's, I know that's, people I, like yeah, that. I totally know go. people they, like that. Yeah, you're right. And admittingly, most of the people like that are younger. Yes. I was just going to say, this game really feels designed to really just capture the 12-year-old spending their parents' money. Yep. On another note, what I think is actually geared the opposite way is Rage 2, which we recently yeah, we had, had speculated a trailer. Yep. Our last episode, and sure enough, confirmed. Yeah. The scale seems really... Like the scale of in-game play seems really cool. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to be covering a lot of ground, seeing a lot of different scenery. Still, just kind of it kind of eh. seems Mad Max-ish, though. Uh-huh. Like in the scenery, still it, which um, I don't know. They, I didn't see enough in the trailer to really make me feel like it was spruced up, spruced up enough. Yeah, for me I to go, you. whoa, that's a cool scene or that's a cool world that I want to be in. I, I mean, that being said, I, I did like the last game. I was one of those kind of, you know, Rage fans that it, actually it was a really good game. talked about it and liked it. Yeah. I I don't know if this, this one's moving the needle for me based off the trailer. Certainly would be interested to see when it comes out. I, was there a release date attached to it? I don't think so. I don't Not that I saw. Not that I can remember. But, you know, E3 is right around the corner. I bet we're going to see Certainly. some gameplay at E3 and then probably a release date. So I'm I'm interested a little bit. It 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 sort of is a little reminiscent to me of Borderlands in a way. Oh, with very some much of the so. stuff that I've seen, and it just makes me want a new. Which Borderlands. I'm still hopeful we get a Borderlands three announcement coming. E3. For E3, I know, me too. So many possibilities. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, that had a what's going a recent on there? Trailer there. Well, we knew Shadow of the Tomb Raider was coming out a while ago. Yeah, they've already released it. Well, there was leaks date. too. First, remember that the. Excuse me, I meant they announced a release date. Yes, yes and then yes. the leaks. Yeah, I don't know if they got out in front of the leaks or soon thereafter but it all seemed kind of to coincide uh-huh. but yeah what, what the hell is this game based on the trailer yeah so if you haven't seen this trailer it's really interesting and doesn't seem like what we were we are used to seeing from a shadow of the tomb raider it gets all existential like wait am i the good guy or am i the bad guy in this and yeah. all based around a, a ceremonial sacrifice in which a it looked Mayan like sacrifice of, of some sorts and it looked like the guy was actually like no i wanted to be sacrificed you just ruined this you you bitch and and yeah and then to be in the old mayan ruins but to also somehow have what looked like thousands of actual mayans watching a sacrifice i mean that takes you back in time yeah it was are they time traveling like, or is so, it just metaphorical or I, I and that's what i'm not sure of i guess what i'm wondering is is there some weird time travel thing going on, which I think is not the right way no, to they, take this? they don't do that. Is there some sort of underground hidden Mayan cult still Maybe. around Maybe. that still believes in sacrifices? I don't know. I, it, I'm. It's got me curious. I will give them that. They did exactly what they set out to do, which is to make people go, huh? Hmm. Yeah. I can't, I don't understand, and I... I'm going to pay attention to the next trailer so I can understand more. So, And then last, we have Borderlands 5. Bur- God, well, sorry. Freudian Borderlands slip. 3 has to fr- first come out. Uh, Battlefield 5. Very, just based on the two and a half minute trailer that came out today, mm-hmm. very tonally different from yeah. the previous entry. Now, I'm not saying they have to be all the same, but 
The last one was dreary and even based on the trailer and you know seemed like like it had a slower pace about it. This one is almost like almost feels like Call of Duty-ish like yeah, bros and excitement and explosions everywhere and you know this tank coming up and landing on this and crash bang boom and yeah. it's just like it seems very much just a different shift in the gears and I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily but to me I was just like oh, well, okay. Well, especially if you're if you're a fan of Battlefield 1. And I still play that, like, a lot. And I still really like that game. And it's just like... So you see this, and you're kind of like, well, wait, where are you taking this? Because yeah, and there's a lady with a, like, a gardening an arm? hoe? <laughs> what, what is that? A gardening hoe? Yeah. I don't know. She had, like, a prosthetic arm, but which is, is a little weird for World War II. I'm sure. like, you're a little ahead of your time. Yeah. Well, maybe there's time travel But then again, it in looks... the 1800s, uh, you know, the, there was well, Captain War... Hook. <laughs> that's that sort of counts as a prosthetic. World War Two wasn't in the 1800s, though. No, I'm saying in the 1800s. Oh, they so arguably they had on... prosthetics with like a little hook. Yeah, not real prosthetics. But you know, I kind of liked it in a weird way. It made me think: Is this like a hero shooter? Because there was there seemed to be different focuses on some different folks. Sorry. Yeah, well, yeah, I, different I, focuses on different folks. I got gotcha. you with different weapons, and then when that woman came up with her arm and she was just a certain style, almost like a weird, they wanted you to 40s notice her cyberpunk style. They wanted you to notice her for a reason. I'm yeah. Sure. And, and it, I think you're right. Personality. I think you could be onto something there. You know, as many entries as battlefield has had, has had hard to say for me, they might be looking to change things up, mix things up. And that would be a way, a good way. Well, we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. Uh, release date still don't think so, but probably soon to be following. Yeah, I just, I my kind of takeaway from the trailer. I know it's just a trailer, but my kind of takeaway was like I'm just gonna go back to playing Battlefield One. Yeah. And feel like this one. Eh. See, for me, I'm this has got me a little bit more excited because Battlefield One I thought was really good, really solid, but I I never got into it, and I think it was because there was a bit of anonymity with every character you played. Yeah, um, I feel you. And and it kind of made you lose um, the investment you have in the story sometime, or at least in a multiplayer. And maybe I'm just spoiled with hero shooters now, but um, I, I feel like this is kind of going a little bit more my way. So it might work for me. Cool thing, you know, because EA is kind of been known to be not the nicest uh, company no, <laughs> to their great. gamers. But they announced... Um, that the there's no such thing as a, a premium access here, and all the new maps will be free. So, kind of cool. So, what are they selling though? We know they're selling something. Oh, I'm sure it's not like EA puts out anything without microtransactions. Oh, completely. But at least as of right now, that's a bit of good news attached good. to the release date or the release trailer. They learned from Battlefront. I imagine by the time uh, E3 is coming on, we're gonna have a heck of a lot more to talk about. So do come back here for our takes. When is E3? Soon, right? It's in June, uh, June. mid-June, something okay. like that. So, so yeah, we'll probably do a pre and post, I imagine. Yeah, I think that's E3. good. I think, I think it'd be good maybe on the next episode if we do our what we want to see yeah. out of E3. Maybe not even expectations, but let's just say what do we want to see. I'm just glancing you know, at what we just talked about. I don't think I'm really that excited for any of these games. They're all just kind of like, mm. well, that could be good. Yeah. But nothing's got me you know, no. hopping up. I think everything that... I know for sure that I'm already excited about going to grab whatever the case may be for this year has already been preceding this. We already know it. Like yeah. Red Dead and 
Like we already know what's coming out that we're going to get. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, okay, these could all be good, but I don't look at these as like, yeah, I got to well, get that. Well, I think that. these are all 2019 too. So we'll get a lot. Well, lo- no, Call of Duty is this, this year. Oh, so you're right. No, the, you're right. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the, the question marks are in regards to Rage 2 and Battlefield 5. Hmm. A lot of two, three, four, fives. Well, yeah, I guess these franchises got something going on. So I think that's all we got for this round of our video game discussion, mm-hmm. which puts us firmly, squarely in a position to have a lengthy discussion of uh, Deadpool 2. So Deadpool 2 came out. We were quite looking forward to it. Based on the first one, we were pretty hyped. Overall, let's just kind of take a step back and say, overall, what are your thoughts of the movie? It was okay. Yeah, it's me just, too. It was, it was okay. Yeah, spoiler alert. We kind of uh, thought that this is a little underwhelming for what we expected. That's a good word for it, yes. And I think it's if it, if this movie came first, we'd probably like it significantly more. It, it's, it's fun to be the first. Well, I think the first one married the comedy and action perfectly well with a decent story behind it. It was a basic story, but it was a decent story behind it. And it, it was one that it was like, we didn't need more story when you had so much action and so much comedy in this one. I feel like they tried to go a little bit more into the deeper father son story or, you know, sort of father son. And it almost took away from it because we had, some heart-wrenching stuff with his wife. And then we had this issue with him almost kind of semi-adopting this son. Yeah. And none of it really registered yeah. for me. I was like, I was like, stop being sad and let's just tell some more jokes right now. And to speak to that point, I thought the humor was great again. Definitely what he's known for. And they they didn't let up. There were some great jokes and took some real swipes at DC, which was hilarious between yeah. the Martha thing and then the Man, man, you're so dark. What are you in like the DC universe? Yeah. And then him shooting. But they also took took some shots at Marvel too. Oh yeah, of course. Um, but I love how at the end, you know, the post credit scenes where he, he shoots himself, or he shoots Ryan Reynolds about to take on the uh, the Green Lantern script. <laughs> yes, that I was love great. that. Uh, or he shoots himself as the the first Deadpool in uh, X Men Origins. Which I think is, I think, I mean, obviously, Deadpool is all about breaking the fourth wall. I'm like, th- that's good. That's like just really breaking it down. And kind of pointing at Sony and saying you 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 done fucked up guys, and I'm here Don't to worry, make I'm, it. I'm, I'm here to make it mess. right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I like that. I, I was I was laughing. Me too. But there was just a lot that I I just didn't register with me with this movie. What do you when you say didn't register? Do you mean yeah? Like I see what they were trying to do, and I was just like, it just it it didn't work like you wanted to. I thought, for instance. You know, they made a very big point before there was even an announcement of a sequel to tell you that Cable would be in the sequel whenever they do it. Yeah. Kind of a dud. He was just so yeah. generic. He's a time I, traveler. I liked him, but I just felt like he should have mattered more. He should have mattered more. And then, you know, he's such an adversary and a foe. And then at one point, he's just like, oh, wait, no, now we're going to team up because we're friends. And it just, it was hard to buy, you know? And well, and even even Deadpool himself, when things kind of come together, and he's there in his apartment, he goes, "Well, that's just lazy writing." But it was though. And it, but it was making and a joke about something being lazy doesn't mean that's like, you know, claiming your fart, but doesn't mean it still doesn't smell. It's like okay, cool, you claimed it, you owned it, but it kind of sucked. <laughs> and yeah, sort of. 
Cable, like he even said, like, what are you, a soldier? And he's like, yeah, something like that. And that's all the deal they made about him. And he's time traveling. And the whole reason he's there, remember, because he wants to stop the kid. It was almost like a Terminator story. Like I have to come back in time to stop this kid or something like that. And the whole reason he wanted to stop the kid because he kills his family because he was going for him, which they didn't say why. Why Fire Fist ended up becoming uh, like a killer in the future and he was specifically targeting Cable. They just said that once he killed, because he had so much hate in his heart, once he killed, he just got a taste for it. Yeah, so the whole reason Cable came back in time was to save his family. But then he ends up giving his one time jump away to save Deadpool. When he could have just pulled off the collar. Exactly. That was that was one of those um, things that I was like, wait, 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 wait. Why are you using that? No, you just pull off the collar. He's been Dunzo. fully dead before, and you take off the collar, and he'll come back. Exactly. But yeah, I thought it was kind of a waste. That's another thing that kind of didn't work for me that great is the whole collar thing. You know, that worked back in the animated series because they don't yeah, have to explain exactly. anything because they're a 22-minute kid show. But here it's just like, oh, yeah, just you have a collar on you. They don't say where it comes from, who developed it. I didn't mind that at all. Though. I just I, think that's I, such a generic as a comic book, mutant swamp draining thing for them. Yeah, but especially in this movie where they kind of easily pass by shit like that, I'm like, I'm okay with that. I don't mind it, especially because for me, I was like, oh, from from the TV show. Like yeah. that's I remember that when they're on the island and they have those collars. Exactly. We'll see. Yeah. And it is a callback to the the cartoon, but it worked in the cartoon for twenty five years ago, was it? Yeah. I just thought it was kind of lazy there in was, this one. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like, you know, in the very first movie when Francis, you know, the guy who he was, who was chasing, stabs him in the head, and he, at least for a second he gets a little woozy, and you see like, oh, okay, he's somewhat vulnerable, you know, like even as much as instant healing. This one he blows himself up. And it was just, and then mm-hmm. when the juggernaut rips him in half, and yet, but there's no consequences anymore. And I know it's Deadpool and he's wacky and goofy, but it's not grounded in anything. So he, you have nothing to fear. There's no, you know, at least in Marvel, at least the MCU, they kill some of their guys on occasion, especially in Infinity War. And I know these are two different films, but it's just like, oh, okay. So Deadpool can literally get ripped in half and nothing to fear. He'll come back. So it's just like, there's no consequences. Yeah. And, you know, when he assembles his X force x factor yeah they were x force x force and then everybody dies except for domino i was like okay see okay i know that was supposed to be funny i i didn't mind that i i thought it was actually i thought it was a little bit of a waste of time to show all of this team coming together and then killing them off but that's what made it even funnier was that you started to almost get invested in these guys and then just one by one they all die within like a two minute reel yeah, and so I, I don't know. I I I think that was purely for comedy, also to show how truly lucky Domino was. Well, the, I thought that was one of the bright spots because you know they said, well, how 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 do you have luck as a superpower? And yeah, shit. he keeps on saying luck is not a superpower, but they showed it really well. Yeah, they they let it materialize well on screen, just like a little something drops here and someone slips here, and just the sequences in which she was being lucky. That was mm-hmm. kind of cool. I think it was. Yeah. Like when she's just, you know, falling off of an overpass or something like that, and she just happens to fall on this inflatable giant cute panda and just walks away scot-free. I thought, okay, but here, here's the thing. I actually really like Domino. I thought she was one of the... Good character. Good addition. Yeah. I thought she was a good addition, but here's what got me. She was in that 
the um, mutant home where they were being tested on. Mm-hmm. And she says that they did tests on her. So here's the thing. So she's enhanced somehow. If her superpower... Well, no, no. I, they're not necessarily tests. I shouldn't say tests. It was basically trying to punish the mutant out of those kids. Like, to, you know what I mean? Like, it, they were seeing it as a religious thing. Yes. And they were like, trying to... You should be so ashamed that you'll never use your powers. We can't stop you from using your powers, but, you know, you'll yeah. be afraid to. Yeah, they, they kind of looked at them as abominations and didn't care what they did to them. And But here's the thing. If she's so lucky, how did she get into that home and have them do all these experiments on her? That's very detailed, but I can't... I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I can't I, deny you I that. I thought yeah. of it immediately when she was like, I used to be here and they did experiments on me. I was like, but how? You, they would have had to know your mutant powers that you're lucky. And then the fact that you went in there and got experimented on would prove that you're not lucky. I, I don't know. It was just kind of one of those, but whatever. That You know, I'm just thinking of all these it's, little it's, details it's that I noticed. It's picking nits, but, no doubt, but that's... You raise a good point. I hadn't thought about that, but at the same time, like, that's convenient. But, you know, okay... I feel like we're kind of poo-pooing on this movie here. And it's never meant to be a serious movie, but it's it not. just, I don't know. It just, another thing that kind of grated on me the whole movie, like right from the time Fire Fist is introduced, I was annoyed with him. He's just like screaming the whole time. The kid's yelling and he's, he just, it seemed like bad acting even for a a bad role, you know? And like when towards the end when he's teamed up with Juggernaut, he's supposed to be what fourteen. He comes out and he's like, "Damn, it feels good to be a gangster." I'm like, "What?" Like uh, yeah. it was the the See, humor I was. I didn't mind that. He personally. was just yelling the whole time, and he, when he's in the prison, calling him like, and he, yeah, trying to get Wade punched and fired up. It, he's just like screaming, and I just I can't stand yelling for the sake. Like, I don't know. It just it did not work for me. Sounds like you had a lot of things kind of grating on you from the beginning. Yeah, and I re- and I was entertained. Don't get me wrong, but just no consequences. Cable was a dud. The whole story of him losing Vanessa, his wife, at the beginning—they just quickly wipe it away with a little ten-second clip at the very end. Like, oh no, it didn't really happen. You know, because he yeah, travels oh, yeah. back to save her, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, well, that was just—it's just lazy writing. But they know that, and that's. They're they're okay with it because it's Deadpool, and that's what bugs me. I feel like they put so much effort into making the first one what fans were waiting for, wanting for, hoping for, and then they're just like, "Yeah, we're just going to kind of do a half-ass sequel, but we know people are going to see it based on the success of the first yeah. one." But you once know? you add time travel, all everything just opens up. You know what I mean? Like you're right. There's no consequences anymore once you can just go back in time and change things. Yeah. So. But the humor was still there. I really I liked so the too. dynamic between Yukio uh, and <laughs> that was really and Wade. Funny. That that was funny. I like that a lot. I, th- all I can really say about this movie is it was okay. It was funny again. Um, action was just not as memorable to me. I liked the sword scene when you know he takes out his sword, he cuts down Cable's first bullet, and then he gets lit up and he's trying, <laughs> and he's just <laughs> he's full shot holes. multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, I feel like I feel like we need to focus on what we did like about this. Because so far, this has been 10, 15 minutes of us just talking about what we don't like. But I think I haven't got the chance to talk with anyone yet, so mm-hmm. maybe I'm just really letting out Venting for the first time. Sure. Because the majority of people I know that want to see it haven't seen it yet. So I'm just like, they're like, how was it? I'm like, you know what? You should go see it yourself, and then we can talk. Cause, so I'm really just actually having a conversation for the first time. Which is good, because I yeah. think it makes for... Well, it's, a, it's natural. This is what we want for our Authentic. recording, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, this is kind of how I feel. 
See, there are a few things that you mentioned that I didn't mind. One, I didn't mind Firefest. Firefest is a stupid name. Uh, really stupid name. But they name. did touch on that. Yes, they did. Um, That's true. I mean, it's no worse than Negasonic Teenage Warhead. So, you know, that that's sort of their thing is people have dumb names sometimes. And that's just part of the comedy. I didn't mind him as a kid. I didn't mind him thinking he was the shit and wanting to be a gangster. It actually fit the personality that would one day later become a murderer if he got the taste for murder, right? Okay. So I, I see where they're going with that. I didn't mind it. Um, I actually thought T.J. Miller was funny in this, and that's something I don't ever say, is T.J. Miller was funny. He was funny. And I thought he was in this. And so I, I think Domino added some humor. I think the action was nowhere near as good as the first, but I still was entertained with it. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot to like about this. And overall, I was laughing. But unlike the first movie, I wasn't like laugh out loud laughing and I wasn't laughing near as much. And I remember during the movie thinking to myself, huh, I thought I would be laughing more. And I know that sounds a weird thing to say, but that's the way I felt. I was like, the first movie had me going continuously through like right from the get go with the credits. Do you remember the credits in the first movie? Oh, it's like some, uh, a CGI, uh, like a poor CGI metal guy, a hot chick, a bad guy with a British accent. Right. Yeah, the credits rolling. That was pretty funny. And and that kind of stuff I thought was funny. And they tried to do it on this one, and nobody was laughing in the entire theater. I agree. And they were kind of making it James Bondish, but it just wasn't funny. Wasn't there. Probably my favorite scene was, even though it came after something that I, I mentioned kind of as a negative when Juggernaut rips him in half, and then you see him rehabbing in his apartment, you know, how many ever days later, the half... Like he, he that had baby was actually legs. quite funny. That it was uncomfortable. I was just like, "This is weird looking." <laughs> and that was the point: is it was they, they did supposed that well. to be awkward and gross. Like I, I would genuinely feel uncomfortable seeing that again. Uh, but see, in, I, in, I like in, I in a that good was funny. way. Yeah, yeah, in a good way. If 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 there's such a thing, uh, that was probably one of the highlights of the movie. And when no he hops Stan, off the couch. No Stan Lee cameo. Remember I yes. pointed that out. And Unless he even we showed both up, missed it. I don't think we did because they make it pretty noticeable. It, like they'll basically slow everything down for like five seconds in each movie, so you can notice it. You know, in the first one, he was the DJ in the strip club. You know, and mm. this one didn't see him. I wonder. I wonder why. But it, it, you know, it could have been. You know, like some of the TV shows on Netflix, for example, it could have been his face on a poster in the background. It could have been a, on a billboard or something like that. Could have been something small that we just somehow missed. Um, but no, but I, I go in looking for those things typically. You know? And I didn't. But when you talked about it afterwards, you were like, no, Stan Lee. I think that was the first thing you said to me. I was like, yeah, what? Where was Stan Lee? Especially after you see something like Avengers Infinity War. And right. he has a very strong cameo. Oh, remember yeah. he was a bus and driver. Early. And, yeah, it was, and it was early. early. Yeah. So, so just just something that I was like, oh, I not know. good or bad. We, I just... we miss you, Stan. And don't uh, die. I, don't I ever liked... die. <laughs> well, we all got it sometime. No, not him. I did like how Colossus had a little more screen time. Yes. Or his CGI. Uh, but he felt like he mattered a little bit more. And the dynamic between him and Wade has, you know, obviously gotten a little more um, seasoned. A weird friendship. Yeah. Like a, like an understanding. Like a friendship and a true understanding that they seem that they would be totally opposites. And they are totally opposites. But they kind of work off each other in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. 
I like the showdown with Juggernaut and Colossus. I'm like, oh, okay, these guys are going to mm-hmm. throw down. That was cool. And it I, it did Juggernaut good. You notice he was uh, voiced by Ryan Reynolds, too? No, I didn't notice that. Was that was Ryan Reynolds disguised in his voice providing the uh, Juggernaut. Yeah, no, I never caught that. I didn't notice that. Kind of a cool little thing. I thought it did uh, Juggernaut justice that a whole team had to you know, group up to beat him. Yes. That's kind of how it's it's got to be. And, and his even, physical size was kind of the way he was supposed to be. He was CGI'd out, but he looked way better than Vinnie Jones did as him in that uh, Number X3. three. Three, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, he was cool. That was a, a bright spot. I Yeah, so when they kept talking about the beast, did you have any idea what was coming? Kind of. Did you? See, I, I was, I had no thoughts. I was like, who is it? Who were they kind of talking about? I, and I was expecting some sort of like, when they kept saying, I think beast, right? Did they say beast or monster? Monster, beast. I, so I, I was expecting somebody who was like not humanoid. Like that was kind of more grotesque or different color. Or, you know what I mean? Something yeah, I different. feel you. And then when he showed up, I was like, oh, okay. It was a, that. It was a nice, I don't know what's... Good, kind of a weird cameo in a way. Yeah. But like a long cameo. I mean, he wasn't was a, surprising to me, but at the same time, I was like, I, I didn't have that fully pegged. Hmm. Thought that yeah, was neither. cool. The cameo, real cameo of the rest of the uh, the X Men, and they're all young with uh, oh, uh, yeah. the um, James McAvoy Professor X. Thought that was hilarious. That, that was a good joke. That got a, a laugh when out of me for sure. When he talks about like, where is everybody else? How come you guys are always the only ones here? Kind of referencing and then number in the one. background. Yeah, exactly. And in the background, you see them shutting the door from the past. Uh, x-men movies yeah like all of them were in there that was pretty clever i don't get a sense of where they would go if they were to do a deadpool 3 which seems they can go anywhere i mean they don't well here's the thing literally when i say they can go anywhere i also mean they can go in any time because now they have time travel but i would not be surprised if cable just isn't in the third one yeah and they just say oh he found a way to jump back home or something like that and they just find a new villain Maybe throw in one or two more C level, not S E A, but C letter C. Thank you. <laughs> level uh, heroes or villains, and then you know, and then we have another just comedy action movie. The fact that it wasn't the first does make you wonder. Like you had said, if this had been the first one, would it had been the viewpoints changed? Right. Because I I much preferred the first Deadpool. There's nothing overly great for me about this movie. There's nothing overly bad as a whole. You know, I, I had some little things that I didn't like. It's a C plus for me. Okay. It's just, wow. That's... It's not bad. I mean, it's still, still, I mean, C plus is, it was just average. It was the highest form of average. Okay. C plus. I would I, see, I would give it a B. I was still entertained the entire time. I just could tell while I was watching it, which kind of pulled me out of the movie, I could tell that it just wasn't as good as the first one, and it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. Because the first one I would put up there as one of my favorites, favorite comic book movies of all time. Like It was a perfect blend of a movie. And this one came out, and you're just like, what happened to that perfect blend? I feel like you sort of messed with it a little bit too much, and now it's just not perfect anymore, but it's still good. So I I would give it a B. Somewhere I agree. In the 80s. I agree with your summation. Just my score sure. is personally a little lower. I get that. All right. Well, that's it. That was our topic of the week slash movie discussion slash boiler review. Uh, yeah. Let's move on 
to the way we usually end. Yeah, as we're Always coming to a, a close, this is a shorter episode. That's okay. Quality over quantity. I have for you, Brandon, this week's Shadow of the Synopsis. Ooh, if you're wow. playing along at home, I think this one's not too hard, not too easy. This could be, as you guys know, uh, anything. It could be the synopsis of a comic, TV show, movie, game. Let's find out. Stalling music. Got it. Shut up. Okay. Sarah survives a deadly car crash, which unfortunately claims the life of her husband and daughter. One year later, haunted by memories, she and some of her closest friends decide to explore a deep cave in the mountains. Everything seems to be going along with this expedition just fine, and at about three kilometers underground, a rock suddenly collapses and blocks the access tunnel, trapping the group inside the cave. With limited supplies and oxygen that seems to be running out, they try desperately to find a way out, but soon realize they are faced with a savage breed of predator and their own deep, dark secrets. Can you name the synopsis? I can. I'm going to give four seconds for the audience to think about it. And Wait. Backstory on this real quick. <laughs> I picked this because I know you're not a huge horror fan, mm-hmm. but you seem like you've already got this locked down. Yes. So. And I've never seen this movie, nor did I see the second one. Well, the first this, one's better than the second one, all that Deadpool. This is The Descent. It is. So how do you know this if you've never seen it? Because I know the synopsis of it. You just go around reading synopsis. You're like, yeah, I wouldn't see that. I mean, you, you don't... <laughs> Brandon's malfunction. Hold on. Reboot. I don't have to see it to just know what it's about. I've seen commercials. I've seen That's the true. trailers. I, I've never seen Titanic, and yet I know it's about... Um, a, a ship that... Yeah, and painting naked ladies. That makes ladies. it all the way. Yeah. You know what? We should play just an impromptu game. Follow me here. Okay. How about just real quick? We could see if this could be something we could do later. Okay. Just based on this little beta here. How about I've got a secret? And it's like, you know, that's not an original game, but something that if you were to admit on the podcast would ruin your geek cred. Like, for instance, I never played the first Halo. I just didn't. I never did. I played two, three parts of four, give a shit about five. I never played the first Halo. I just didn't own uh, an Xbox back in the day. Hmm. I think the only Xbox I played was at you, your place back in the day when you lived with mm-hmm. uh, Dustin. Big listener to the show, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Dustin. So what's something that you were like, actually, you know what? i, I never seen this, never done that, as, re- as it pertains to this yeah. great geek culture of ours. Um, Out of all of the Zelda games, mm-hmm. I've only played two of them. Wow. Breath I've, of the Wild. And Ocarina of Time. So you just stick to the the best ones. Right. Yeah, you bandwagon jumper. Yeah. You never played the original. Never played the original. Yeah. At least and, through. Oh, and here's one. Okay. Never played Metroid Prime. Wow. Yeah. I think we just lost a lot of listeners. <laughs> They're like, fuck these guys. I never saw Avatar. Never seen it. Never had a really? desire to. No. I, I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's a good movie. I just, I find myself weirdly not... Attracted to them, right? No, oh, not... that's not what you're going to say? Not no. quite, yeah. That's weird. But I find myself just kind of skipping around James Cameron stuff. Why? I think he's kind of a douche. Why? Because I He does some think... good stuff. So, so were you serious when you said you'd never seen Titanic, for example? I've never seen Titanic. Wow, I thought you were joking. I am not. Titanic so, is a good movie. So... I... 
you got this week's shout out of the synopsis. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I kind of took us down a weird. No, it's okay. Descent of our own. Random. Yeah. Fandom. With Brandon. Brandon. Okay, so now are we getting back on track? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Okay. Okay. You should watch Titanic. And Kate Winslet gets naked. She does in other movies too, though. Yeah, but this one, she's laying down. Oh, yeah, they do change. <laughs> so, the, the, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. The shape changes. Okay, so my <laughs> it's my turn to give the... Awesome quote in geek history. Yeah, just just lay it on us thick <laughs> and wide. Nah, that's gross. Okay, so do you remember the Adams Family movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to clarify, because there's a lot of different aspects. But the Adams Family movie that came out, gosh, I don't know. Now are we talking 90s, maybe early. I think 2000s? 91 was the original, and then the Adams Family values might have been 92 or 93. Really, is that that long ago? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Christopher Lloyd representing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Raul Julia, Angelica Houston. So, yeah, I remember it. There's a funny line in it that for some reason as a kid I just thought was hilarious. And to this day, it's just something that I just remember as a highlight in that movie. And I'm going to play it for you right now. Is this made from real lemons? Yes. I only like all natural fruits and beverages, organically grown with no preservatives. Are you sure they're real lemons? Yes. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll buy a cup if you buy a box of my delicious Girl Scout cookies. Do we have a deal? Are they made from real Girl Scouts? I think I might have taken... Because that movie came out right around my birthday. I think that was actually how I spent a birthday party. Really? Yeah, my mom took me and a select group of friends... To go see, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it did come out in 91 because I'm pretty sure that was my ninth birthday. That used to be my birthday party deal for a few years. Granted, we were kind of poor too. So we weren't, you know, castle crashing or anything like that. Oh, you never played castle crashers on your birthday? Unfortunately not. Oh, no, I good. mean like going to the local arcade and, you know. Oh, we used to have an arcade around here. Remember that? Dodge City? Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. That was where to be. So we, we went to the movies more often and I'm pretty sure that was my ninth birthday. Cool. Yeah, not it is all right. Neat. <laughs> wow, who cares? <laughs> awesome quote. Christina Ricci, by the way, like young Christina Ricci. Oh, completely. Who would have known? And how she many was ever- a highlight of that movie. What? Well, not the, but a highlight of the movie. Whereas, what was the brother's name in that movie? Pa- Paisley. I whatever. Was his, yeah, he was nothing. Very forgettable. Unfortunately. Yeah, very forgettable. He probably wishes he was uh, doing half as well as she ended up doing, huh? Oh yeah, I'm sure. And if you like half of what you just heard, or all of what you just heard, or none of it. Won't you let us know? Because we're about to get out of here, but not before we correspond with you digitally. Tweet us and follow our tweets at randomfandomwbb. You can also email us at, at randomfandom at... Ri- what? Shut <laughs> And you can also email us at randomfandomcast at gmail.com. And please make sure whatever app you're using to listen to us upon, that you go and check out all our old stuff and stay bookmarked right here for all our future stuff. Subscribe, rate, etc. Thanks, guys. Okay, we're out of here. Thank you very much for being a fan of our fandom. And stay geeky.